Okay, so we are um, in the new books on the last paragraph on Lama Dalit, in the old books, uh, in the middle of uh, page Chafchei. So we've been talking about the idea of, um, we were discussing last time the idea of a bitush, and in particular the idea of um, how a person, through the bitush, he's able to reach to a deeper level of his neshama, and that's the reason why it happens. However, we also said that really the objective here is not for Hashem to give us a bitush, but for us to give ourselves a bitush, and therefore for us to do a cheshbon nefesh, and through doing this cheshbon nefesh, we're able to reach to a level that we would not otherwise been able to uh, reach. So then he says, after this, now we're going to bring in the idea of tshuva. So this is also the concept of tshuva. So what is the idea of tshuva? So he says that the idea of tshuva is this idea of hispilus, like an emotional like arousal. It literally means to be, hispilus means to be impacted by something. But uh, it's the idea of this emotional impact on the etzim of the neshama, which goes, From the depths I call out to you, Hashem. Meaning that, Meaning that it's coming from the deepest point of the person himself, from the pnimius, from the nekudas alev, from the depths of his being. That's how a person calls out to Hashem. When he wants to do tshuva to Hashem, when he's like going through some sort of hard time or whatever it is, and he wants to call out to Hashem, it's going to come from a very, very deep place in him himself. Like it says in the Gemara Brachas, that a place where a Balchuva stands, a Tzadik Gamar is not able to stand. Right? The Kamoha Hefresh Ba'avoydas Anishama, Kamoshi Lamaila Ma'avodas Olamata, Bislab Shusa Baguf Shinis Barla El. So he says, just like there's a difference between the avoda of the neshama, the way it is above, compared to the avoda the way it is inside of a body, inside of a guv. So also there's a difference in general between the avoda of a tzaddik and the avoda of a baal Why? So he goes on to explain. So this is the key point, and this is what we were discussing before. That in general, the avoda of a tzaddik is that he does all the right things. So he goes step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, and he just keeps on marching along the way he's supposed to march in a consistent manner where he is doing the right things, learning, doing mitzvahs, davening, doing all the right things that he's supposed to do. But the whole idea is that when a person has that level of consistency, there aren't changes that are taking place. There aren't you know, major uh, waves from one extreme to the other extreme or something like that. That's not what's happening here, right? So it's a, on the one hand, it's a beautiful thing because there's a consistency and then you can like count on it. It just goes and step after step after step after step. So that's on the one hand. Right, and the level of seichel, the level of midos, he's working on his midos, he's working on his seichel. However, the, on the other hand, the avoda of a tshuva is like this idea of a complete jump, a quantum leap, the way I call it. 
In other words, he's totally breaking out of the limitations of the vessel which is holding him down. In a way of really shifting his whole being, with the etzim of his, of his soul. Meaning that now we're not talking about taking a step-by-step process of one, two, three, four. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is that he's breaking out completely in a way that he goes from one, he can go from one extreme to the other extreme. Because now, something like, uh, like it's almost like a nuclear power that gets infused within the person. And this nuclear power enables him to jump from one side of the world to the other side of the world. Just like that. That's the idea. That's what it means when in Tehillim, when we say, right, when we say, right, during... Um, during the Aser says you made tshuva. We say this capital uh, of Tehillim kuf lamed every uh, every day between right uh, in, during shacharis between Yishtabach and the brachas right Birchas uh, Kriyashma that it says from the depths I'm calling out to you namely that is a person during that time when a person is ready to do tshuva right so he's calling out from the depths of his soul namely I'm calling out to you in a level of pnimius in a level of inner point from the atom of the uh, to the of the Abishter. namely this is all happening though because of the mater it's because of the squeeze that's taking place in his soul the squeeze that's taking place in his life is what's causing him to be able to break out, right? In other words, like we, if you remember the example that we gave from earlier in the Mimer, that when you have this trickling stream that's just rolling along, and then all of a sudden you put rocks in front of it or dirt in front of it. So what happens is that there's a tremendous amount of pressure that builds up on the other side of the dam that if it's able to break through the dam, the water's just going to boom, you know, fly forward. That's the way it goes. And that's what we're saying here. It's coming from the... It's coming from such a deep place in him. And therefore, because it's coming from a deep place in him, it's also reaching to a deep place in Hashem. Right? And we see this also like even in, 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 in relationships between human beings, right? Between people. That we see that when, when a person is reaching out to another person from a deep place in his inner being, it's going to reach a deep place in the other person. Like the Rebbe always said, right? right? Words that come out from the heart are going to go into the heart. So the reason is because it's coming from such a deep place in the person who is speaking. So therefore, automatically, it's going to go into a deep place into the other person, right? So the same thing here. Because this tshuva is coming from a, such a deep place within him, it's going to break forward and to go into such a deep place in, you know, by, uh, by Hashem. So we're not talking about anymore this level of, like we were talking about earlier in the mind, i.e. the levels that are, according to Seichel and Midos, and the levels that are talking about the way Hashem is mislabish in the world, namely the way He's mitzamtim Himself in order to be mislabish in the world. Well, that's not what we're talking about anymore. Here we're talking about something completely different. Here we're talking about, boom, it's coming from my etzim to the Ebeshur's etzim. So this is what we just said before. The point being what? That this cannot come in a way of just chesed. This has to come from a place of gvura. 
this is coming because he was squished into this place, that's why he's able to break out in such a, a huge way. It's only because of that. If it would have been just the consistency of step after step after step, so then you wouldn't have that same thing. It's only because it's so squeezed inside of him that it's able to burst out in this way. Right? Because before this moment, this person, this soul, was totally connected, was totally uh, knotted up in the Tuma of Klippas Noga, namely the Tuma of Klippas uh, Noga, namely Dvar Mutarim. So here we're talking about having Taiva's Mutar, right? We're talking about not talking about doing Isra here. Just the fact that he's completely absorbed, however, in the Klippa Dikka world, even though we're talking about here Klippas Noga, we're not talking about here but when a person gets totally involved in the <laughs> in the world of Klippas Noga even, he gets totally tied up. He is totally, uh, con- uh, you know, held back. And then he goes even further, right? All the more so that when we're talking about that he's going and he's getting completely caught up into the Ra Gamor. When he's caught up in the Ra Gamor, so obviously, so for whatever reason, when it becomes aroused in his in himself, like with the bitterness of the soul, right? Because he's 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 he recognizes where he is now, and because he recognizes where he is now, he feels a huge pain in himself, and because of this huge pain from himself, right? So he wants to just break out of it. He, he, he sees that he's involved in things that he shouldn't be involved in. He's involved in, in the world of death. Because he's in the, in world, involved in the world of death, so therefore he, he wants to distance himself from it as far as possible. He wants to run away from it. That's the idea. Get me out of here. All right? Up until that point, he's been thinking like this is life. But now he recognizes that this thing that he thought was life is really death, so he wants to break out. He's like, he can't deal with it. It gives him tremendous pain. From the etzim of the sins. Which completely impacted his soul. So he gets to a point that he just wants to scream out in such a way, with such a bitterness of crying and fasting, he can't eat anymore. He's so upset with where he is. He just recognizes that he has done so much damage to himself, to Hashem, to the world, to what he's doing, and he, he, can't, he can't swallow it. It's, it causes within him such an emotion of pain that he just wants to get out of here. That's the idea. Right? It says like uh, the difference between uh, depression and this bitterness is that depression is a person that can't get out of bed in the morning. There's nothing to live for. Bitterness is a person that is, cannot go to sleep at night because he's so upset by what he did by something that happened, that he did, that he had, he caused maybe so another person pain, or he made a mistake. He's like he's so broken. It causes this huge energy to be built in, built up within him that he can't even go to sleep. That's the point.
Then he says, that they screamed out to Hashem, right? Right? Or like we say, right? And the Seder in Pesach, right? That they screamed out, the Yidin screamed out to Hashem, right? What does it mean? When someone screams out to Hashem, it's coming from the, his Pintaliyid inside of himself. It's coming from this is etzim. It's not just um, oh yeah, well pass the donuts. It's like it's it's a movement in himself that is like so raw that it causes him just to fly forward. So he says like this Tsak Libam, like the screaming of the heart. Right? Like it says from the from the Meitzah, from the narrowness, Karasi, I called out Ka to Hashem. Hainu mina Namely, that he's so upset, he's so pained, he's so bitter over the sins that are that he's done. Davka Karasi Hashem, and that's what causes him to just call out to Hashem. and just a screaming, right? That the scream is just coming from the walls of his heart, from the you know from the lining of his inner being. to the point that he's able to be completely right. He's able to go completely out of his out of his being. Like the famous story in Avodah of Rabbi Elazar ben Darda'ya, right? That he was a person. That was involved in, in uh, very bad sins, and he went from one to the next, to the next, to the next, and he just kept on going, kept on going, kept on going until uh, finally the the there was a whole thing that he want that he wanted to go to the greatest, uh, so to speak, harlot of the whole world or something like that, and then he went to her and whatever, and then she said to him, she she instigated, she like gave him that push, she said, now you'll never be able to do tshuva, and that totally impacted him. When he heard that, he was like, it's just, you know, sometimes someone says something and it could be one, you know, you could hear a hundred different things, but one person says something and it just touches the person. It touches us in such a way that it just, it, it impacts us, it affects us, it pushes us, it moves us in such a way. So this one thing totally impacted, totally impacted Rabbi Elizabeth Dari Daya. Excuse me. And to the point that he went out into the field and it says that how he, he asked the, the trees to daven for him to get him and, 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 this, and, this, and the mountains and the, and the sun, the stars, whatever, all the different things. He asked it, that he should you know, daven for him to help him to, get, to do tshuva, to get out of here. And they all said, you know, we can't do it. We're, we're busy with our own selves. Until the finest, it says that he put his head between his knees and he just screamed out to Hashem. And with this screaming out to Hashem, it just totally, he just totally, his soul went out of his body, right? And it says that at that moment, Abbas Kol came out and said, Rabbi Elzeb ben Durdaya, he called him a Rabbi Elzeb ben Durdaya. How could it be? He was such a, a person that did uh, such a virus. But because he was coming from the most inner point in his being and reaching out to Hashem in such a dramatic way, in such an extensive, in such an intense way, it totally changed everything. And therefore, it, he went from one extreme to the other extreme, just like that. That's what wound up happening to him. And therefore, that's what he's saying here, that this is the quantum leap that we're talking about. 
right? And then he says like this, because he says, This is the idea, this is the idea of the tekiah, this is the idea of the blowing of the shofar, because a, the tekiah, right, as opposed to, for instance, the truah, which is like a, a, a sobbing, we talk about it in a minute, but the tekiah is just a pure, just a straight sound, just letting it all out. It's a screaming out from the inner point of oneself, from the inner point of one's heart. Like it says, like it's coming from the, from the inner point. Afterwards, you have the other sounds. The other sounds are the idea of shvarim is like the long sobbing sound. Uh, 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 like when a person's crying. And the, and the truer sound is the, is the hysterics of, <laughs> like can't even catch the breath. That's the idea. But all these sounds are sounds that are coming from a person who's crying out. That's the idea that we're talking about here. Namely, when the, when the pain the narrowness, the tsar, right, reaches inside of him to even a more pneumistic place, to the point that he can't calm himself down. That's the point that he's saying here. He's, he can't be calmed down. To the point that he can't calm himself down, right? All he, can, he can't even scream in a, in a, in a, in a single screaming like a tekiah. Now, now he's, he's so hysterical that he's just sobbing. Right? Or he's, he's screaming out with the hysterics of, of the crying of like that kind of idea. Like if God forbid a person has some sort of tremendous pain. That really touches his inner soul. He screams with a single uh, scream. That at this point, because of where he is, he can't even put it into words. It's just such a screaming out from him that he can't even put it into words. It's beyond words. That's where he's holding right now. Because when something only touches him in a more superficial manner, so then he's going to be able to talk about it. He could sit down, he could talk about it, he could, right? This is, this is the normal mode of, uh, of operation. But when it's really touching the panemius of his soul, so then it's just a screaming out with a simple sound, that's impossible for him to put it into words. Just impossible for him to put it into words. It's just, he's crying and screaming out. Yeah? Right? But this is only when this thing has a little bit of a, like an attachment to the, to the vessel of his heart. Then he could scream out in this simple way. Because what is that sound? What is that screaming out? That sound, that screaming out, is just an openness of the heart. That's when his heart is a kli. Because this thing, whatever this is, is touching him. This is really touching him. It's really touching his heart. 
right? Adain be'ezah hishyashus ksas, aval kasher hatzam egiya kol kach b'pinim yisnavsho. But what about when the pain, whatever pain this is, reaches such a pnimistic level of his soul, to the point that he doesn't have any settledness on this thing. This is totally impacting him completely. Then the heart like tightens up, it fetches up even more. Right? To the point that he can't even scream out anymore. Only to these it's hysterics. Uh, 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 or, <laughs> like, he, he just can't. It's just, it, it, he can't control himself. Why is that happening to him? Because of this, this nekuda of whatever happened reached him in such a deep place inside of himself, right, that it's changed everything. That's the idea that he's saying here. Yeah? Okay, let's just read to the, a little bit more and then we'll, we'll hold for today. So he says like this, So similarly, we see when the narrowness, when the pain of the sins that he got involved in from the depths of the klipa, that he got, nishka again, got sunken into, like he's so completely sunk into it, right? When it really reaches an, a deep inner point in his soul, that he can't control himself, he can't set, be settled, because he realizes he really did something bad here. He did something that's very painful, he did something that's very bad, and it's really impacting him. How he's totally sunk into this tuma and the sitra acher. And he realizes that when he sees what he's involved in, at the, the bottom line is that he sees he's so far away from Hashem. This caused him to be so far away. So then he, the person also can't even scream with a simple voice. Only from the depths of the pain that reaches the pnimius of his soul, he just sobs and he's in hysterics, in his, like, in his short breaths, because he can't calm himself down at all, because of this fakvetchness, that he's so broken on what he's done. And these screams of the shofar, the tkia, the shvarim, and the trua, this is the movement of going out of the meitzer. That he's just reaching out to the essence of Hashem. That's the point here. Then this will cause there to be a mirrored effect from Hashem that he'll blow the kia from above, like it says, Hashem Hashem Shoshoifer Yitaker, right? Right, that's the end of the sentence. I'm going to answer you from the width, from the breath, right? Hashem, that Hashem is going to answer us because when he sees that we are screaming out to him from such a place so Hashem answers us in a magnitude that is beyond anything we can imagine
Beseder. All right, so we'll hold here for, t- for this morning, and Amir Hashem, we'll get together, uh, God willing, a little bit later on today. For-